Hey, welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast postgame show for the last time for the 2021-22 season. And boy, are we upset. <laughs> Hawks, lose, Hawks lose 3-2 in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres. Um, but that's not why you're here. We're presented by PointsBet. As always, make sure you sign up using that promo code CHGO and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. Make a $50 or more first-time deposit, and you'll receive a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's two Gs and free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Fellas, we watched the game together apart, and that was a good time, and here we are, the final post-game show of the year. Hawks lose 3-2 in Buffalo. They get goals from Dylan Strom and Dominic Kubelik when, after what we heard from Kyle Davidson today, could be the last goals scored by those two as Chicago Blackhawks. We have plenty of time to get to that. I know how you guys are doing. We've been talking for hours, but just as a formality, how are you guys? Doing good. Hey, I get to be, this will be the fastest commute after a post-game show <laughs> in history. I just to go turn off the computer and lay down on my couch, so... Can't complain. There you go. Yeah, exactly. just gonna have to walk up my uh, up my basement stairs and be in bed. That's it. Now, I'm gonna warn everybody now. Uh, if you, it sounds like there's chainsaws going on in the background, it's just <laughs> my two snoring pugs underneath my desk. So it's a small hazard of having to record from the house. But uh, blame the Bears draft if you don't like it. There it's you a, go. It's adorable. We love the dogs. We need a dog appearance here for the for the end of a dog season. We need to see some dogs on screen. That's going to make there the whole thing go. worthwhile. Uh, right, well, we'll save that for the end of the show. We got to keep, <laughs> uh, got to have a reason to keep everybody here for the full hour. There you go. And look, <laughs> uh, big night in Chicago sports. The Bears are drafting now. Our CHGO Bears show is doing a fantastic job. So everyone who's here with us after a really tough hawk season and a game that didn't have a lot of eyes we appreciate it we've appreciated the support uh since the launch of chgo in general today we announced the launch of the chgo red stars and chgo fire podcast yeah so if you're a soccer fan you're covered so up and up and up we go here at chgo so we greatly appreciate everybody being here uh so many familiar names january and and powell's and region rev and all of our uh all of our good friends joining us in the chat. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, be sure to subscribe on your podcast apps, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you use, hit that subscribe button, turn on those notifications, and you will be alerted every time there's a new episode and hit that subscribe and like button on YouTube. Every time we're on, hit that like button. It's very, very helpful. Uh, and look, season's over, but we're going to keep doing five shows a week. We'll be Monday through Friday. Uh, so we're not going anywhere. The season's over, but we are not. So just stick with us. And one reminder uh, before I forget, our bracket challenge is live. Join our NHL bracket challenge. Go to bracketchallenge.nhl.com. Search for our league, CHGO Blackhawks. We've got about 50 people in there already. Make sure to enter that keyword FLOWER, all caps FLOWER. Winner gets some sweet CHGO merch like this here. I got my uh, CHGO Blackhawks shirt on tonight. Nice. Uh, so winner winner gets a prize pack of uh, some cool CHGO swag from and joining that pe- bracket People challenge. have been saying that the, the bracket hasn't been set yet. I, th- I if, if I'm not mistaken, the bracket was waiting for the actual matchups to be finalized before you go in and start selecting your teams. Right. Makes the, that makes the most sense to me. 
Yep, no point in uh, doing it before we know what they are. So, but just yeah. just remember though, if you have signed up, once those brackets are set, get in there before the games begin and set that set your uh, set your brackets. All right, we shall we get into this uh... tomorrow morning? I would imagine. Yeah, I guess we should talk about this game. Yeah, there's one. There's one. There's one more regular season game tomorrow. Okay. Remember Seattle and Winnipeg. Ah, throw out the record <laughs> books when those two teams get together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, we're keeping our eye on the uh, Ice Hogs and Admirals who are entering the third period right now. If Rockford wins in, in regulation, they leapfrog the Admirals and uh, get that, I guess you call it a first round buy, right? That's kind of what you would call it. Play in buy. Play in buy, yeah. right? So there's still some Blackhawk stuff uh, to be determined. So, all right, let's get to Hawks and Sabres and then we'll, we'll spend some time on. Uh, Kyle Davidson's myriad interviews today, uh, which were all <laughs> terrific. And I know that's top of mind for most Hawks fans, but you know, it's yeah. really hoping the Hawks could finish this season on a three game winning streak. And, and look an overtime loss is an overtime loss. Three on three hockey is basically a coin coin toss. They had their chances. Buffalo comes out on top and season ends kind of as it came in with a whimper, but overall, you know, the last week or so, I, I can't take too much issue with the way the Hawks have played. They played hard until the end. This was a hard-fought game. You didn't really see them giving up or mailing it in when they certainly could have. You know, they certainly could have done that. But uh, good effort. They just came up on the losing end in this one. Not a ton more to say about it, honestly. Yeah, no, it's not officially a Blackhawks game until they blow a lead. So we got that <laughs> twice tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they played hard this last week. That's all you wanted to see. We've talked about that over and over and over and and over again so you know we saw some good things tonight we saw some not so good things uh so yeah it was your typical blackhawks game that we've seen the last few weeks of the season pretty much since we started doing this here at chgo so um you know it was kind of a bummer that uh patrick kane didn't get his career high in assists or, or debrinkit didn't get his 42nd goal that would have been fun so but still, you know, good seasons for those guys. Uh, as you mentioned, Dylan Strom, Dominic Kubelik had the goals. Nice to see those two guys who arguably had two of the tougher seasons on the team. You know, we've, we've documented it. Both of those guys, Strom's start to the season where he literally didn't even have a place on the roster in training camp to anchoring the best line most of the season. Um, good for him. Uh, career high in goals for Dylan Strom and Dominic Kubelik, um, you know, finished strong, really good last five, six yeah. games for him. Ever since he got put on that line with Taves and Tyler Johnson, things started to click. Be interesting to see if those are the last two goals. They ever, either of those guys ever score <laughs> in uh, a Blackhawks uniform. Um, we'll see, you know, we'll, yeah. see. we'll get into the Davidson stuff uh, later, but you know, <laughs> Yeah, what Davidson says today, we want uh here's what we want down the middle. We want speed and we want guys that are consistent and guys that compete hard every night. Uh that sounds like a very a not so veiled shot at Dylan Strom. Maybe not a Tell shot. Me you but... don't want Dylan Strom back next year without telling me you don't yeah. want Dylan Strom back yeah. next year. Uh by the yeah, way, Greg, you mentioned Tyler Johnson, and I see John here in the chat brings it up as as is our guy Powes. Uh he's had a really nice turnaround to the season and uh, I noticed this as well, John, the back check in overtime, just busting his ass to get back. And then Caleb Jones, second game in a row, lays out uh, to break up a chance in overtime. 
this is the stuff we're talking about. And yeah. when Derek King is considered for the head coaching job, which Kyle Davidson said today he would be, um, these are the sort of little things you can look at. What? How was the team playing? Were they engaged at the end of the year? Were they playing hard? Were they trying to get two points regardless of the importance of the game? And, and they were doing that. So uh, t- those are two instances in a very short span of time that illustrate how the Hawks played today. And another guy who played well, Sam Lafferty, who just signed a two-year extension today. If you missed that news, there was a lot of news today. Two-year deal, uh, 1.15 million cap hit. So uh, affordable, maybe a little more than I would have given him, given the offensive output. But I do think there's some upside there, and they're not going to be really strapped for cash next year anyway. So uh, good for him, man. He certainly earned it. A guy who came in after that trade, not a lot of people had heard of him. Not a people. A lot of people had high expectations for him, and he's quickly uh, carved out a groove as a fan favorite here, and deservedly so. So happy to see players like him rewarded. Yeah, talk about a player who brings speed and 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 consistent effort. I think we saw we saw that every night from Sam Lafferty. Um, n- not a player that that took a shift off since he uh, since he got the opportunity to come to Chicago and gets rewarded for it. I think he's a player that a lot of people. Um, gravitated towards very quickly once he once he joined the team. So yeah, gets rewarded for it. I think you know he's he's the kind of player that um, Derek King had, has mentioned in the last few weeks. You know when when asked about the rebuild and 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 what to expect and what to look for, he's he said if he's the head coach, he wants veterans that will help bring along some of the the younger players and and allow them to you know see what it means to to be a professional not only you know, on the ice, but off the ice as well. And, and Lafferty's a, a character guy in the locker room from, from all, uh, uh, from all accounts. And um, he's, you know, he, he puts in the effort and you'd like to see him finish his chances a little bit more, but uh, for, for the player that he is, you really can't ask more from him. And um, yeah, I, I think he, he came from Pittsburgh and wasn't really getting a lot of a, of an opportunity there and got way more of an opportunity in Chicago and, and, and ran with it. So Good for him. I'm I'm glad that he's going to be uh, he's going to be coming back and um, yeah it's 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 Kyle Davidson's first move uh, what once he took over even just as an interim GM was to uh, turn Alex Nylander into Sam Lafferty uh, and Lafferty has been way more serviceable to the Blackhawks than the Nylander was going to be this year or maybe ever has been so good on Davidson and, and, and to to have a move like that. Yeah, when this trade was first made, I honestly was like, oh, the Blackhawks made an AHL trade. They traded yeah. an AHL guy for an AHL guy. And I was half right. Uh, <laughs> Alex Nylander has been an AHL guy the entire season. And Sam Lafferty never had to go eat at the Olive Garden in Rockford. So good for him. Never had uh, to, but he could have. Ne- he could have, but why the <laughs> hell would you want to unless you had to? Who knows? He can afford a lot of salads and breadsticks now with that new contract. There you go. So good for breadsticks. him. But no, he's a guy that had an opportunity. Obviously, Pittsburgh didn't have a spot for him. It's kind of hard to imagine. You know, I mean, they're a playoff team. You Every playoff team could use a guy like Sam Lafferty on their fourth line. His style of play suits Stanley Cup playoff hockey. Um, obviously, they didn't have a room for him. He comes here, is given an opportunity and he took it and ran with it. He cemented himself in the lineup. Um, yeah, you want to see that finish a little more. We saw it mm-hmm. tonight. It was like, ooh, breakaway. Oh, it's Lafferty. <laughs> oh. But, you know, maybe that will come. He's got some security now, so maybe he can grip that stick a little looser and maybe pot a couple of those chances. 
Um, but good for him. He's a good kid. Got, I've been able to, you know, we've been able to talk to him a couple times during the year and, um, you, you never question his effort on a team that guys could have bailed out mentally. And some of them may or may not have, uh, he never did. He was never a guy you worried about. Well, Sam Lafferty doesn't have his heart in tonight's game. He always did. And he's yep. been rightfully rewarded. Good for him. It's not a contract that's going to break the bank or prevent you from doing any other move you want. Um, and Kyle Davidson, that was his first trade. I think it was, uh, Hey, how do I start a racing Stan Bowman? Well, here's Alex <laughs> Nylander. That's obviously a Stan Bowman guy that he was going to give a million chances to, to be proven that that maybe was a decent trade when oh. it was one of the worst he's ever made. And that's saying a lot. Cause he's made a lot of garbage trades. It seemed like it was just one of the most unnecessary, completely unnecessary trades. I, like, yeah. like, the 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 Philip Deneau trade to Montreal for two corpses was the worst trade he ever made. Yeah, uh, and this one is is top. It's in it's in the team photo of worst pick trades mm-hmm. he ever made. So Absolutely. and you can even you can even play the game of like trades he because there's certain trades he made that were obviously bad that he had to make for cap reasons. Right. So if you're going by just trades that he thought would make the team better, this is one of those, and it's horrible. Yeah. Just like yeah. I think Dino is worse, obviously, unless Dale Weiss has a resurgence. Let's wait and see. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's the worst one. Uh, back to Lafferty. I was I was playing my favorite game um, as I was cutting the lawn today, uh, dadding it up as I did. I have the afternoon free and saying, where would Sam Lafferty fit on the championship Blackhawks teams? And I think that that's a guy who would have a spot on the fourth line of those teams. Uh, you know, you saw people like Brandon Boldig have roles like that, like Ben Eager have roles like that. Um, I think Lafferty is a guy who you could, I think is better than both those guys for sure, especially with the versatility, can play center or wing, has been good at center, um, doing a decent yeah. job on faceoffs. I haven't seen the numbers tonight. Um, he he won four and lost five, so nothing crazy, but he won like 70-something percent last game. So I think that his versatility has been really really uh an undervalued part of his game too to be able to play everywhere and uh yeah i'm I'm happy to see dudes like that and and i'm sure like if you asked him how are you feeling about your career before this trade happened i I think he'd be pretty honest and say not great you know and all of a sudden now a couple months later he's signing a a a two-year extension at pretty decent money Uh, so really happy for him just whenever you see hard-working players get rewarded uh, it's great. Is he going to be the difference between the Hawks rebuild working and not working? No, but you like to see the deals you made that became successful pay off and, and the guys who put in the work to get rewarded for it. And I'm very happy for Lafferty and happy that, uh, that this deal got done. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think this is, this is the kind of player that I think the Blackhawks are going to be looking at as far as like free agents, um, you know, we have a whole summer to discuss this, but I think, you know, players looking for an opportunity to prove that they can still play at the NHL level players looking for an opportunity for more NHL minutes, uh, veterans looking for prove it, uh, contracts, one year deals that, that could maybe be flipped. I think laugh Lafferty is that kind of player. And, and, um, it's, I think it's something that the Blackhawks are going to need to do is find a good mix of like young ish, uh, NHL veterans that they can throw in with, um, most of the young players that they're that they're going to play with uh, that they're going to ice in the in the lineups over the next year or two um, to kind of bring along those young players because you know we've talked about this before but 
you're not going to have a, a full roster of, of 20 year olds, 21 year olds going out and just getting smoked every night by, uh, you know, by the, the meat grinder that is the central division for the Blackhawks. So, yeah, I think Lafferty is the kind of player that um, that'll be able to uh, find, you know, he's been able to find a home in Chicago and um, I think he'll be the kind of mold of player that, uh, that Kyle Davidson wants to kind of build around of, you know, effort, energy, you know, consistency, um, speed, obviously that's one of the biggest things that he brings to the table. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how the rest of the roster gets, gets built out, but we know uh, Lafferty's going to be part of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. It's a good thing. And uh, in the comments here, um, I, I lost it. Sorry. Oh, it's Nate. He says Lafferty's an OK guy. He's just a guy at one point five million. It's not anything you should get too up or down about. Yeah, that that's true. I, and I don't think we are. I just think that, you know, when you start, this to is see, the kind of thing that we have to get excited about. Yeah, really. <laughs> after we're, this we're, kind of season, it's just so. it's very odd for us to see Blackhawks general managers winning trades. And he's right, yeah. won, he won that one. It's It seems apparent that the Brandon Hagel trade was a win because even if you just do yeah. the player for player so far, Radish has been better and more effective than Hagel. Yes, with slightly more ice time per game, but you throw in first round picks and it's like, okay, you yeah, know, yeah. We'll, you throw I in, think the, the, the picks are the kicker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. It all depends on what you get out of those picks and what Hagel does in the playoffs. I think, yeah, as Jamie points out here in the comments, yeah, his number is reduced, but I think anybody that had any kind of common sense knew that that was going to happen. A, he was shooting 22.5%. Yeah. That's not going to continue? What? <laughs> and he's going to be playing a lot less minute. He's not – with Tampa, he's, he's not looked upon to provide mm-hmm. first-line production. He's not going to get power play time. I did yeah, the uh, – so, I looked it up the other day. He's So Radish for the Hawks is getting like roughly like 15 and a half. And Hagel's getting like 13 and a half with Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so, I mean, and right what was now, Radish getting with Tampa? Like eight minutes? Yeah, something like yeah. that. And and, oh. and Hagel was getting, you know, 17, 18 right. with the Hawks. I, I think what the difference is going to be made is what he does in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Again, Hagel is a guy made for Stanley Cup playoff hockey. His game, yeah. and that's what they want. They want him to be the Blake Coleman or the Barkley Goodrow, those guys that those third line tough guys that give you that big goal. They're not there to be the superstar. So if he can do a little bit of that come playoff time, then they're that's what he's there for. He's there to win a Stanley Cup. He's there to be that bottom six guy that can score a big goal when you need it, when the top six are getting shut down. And if he could do that, then Tampa feels they won that trade. They have done this to win a third straight Stanley Cup. They obviously don't have they're they're risking the future to win a third straight. So if they do that, they're going to be just fine. If they get bounced in the first <laughs> yeah. or second round. Yeah. If they get bounced in the first or second round and Hagel has no points, then hey, that trade looks even better. Looks Listen, even better. No matter what Hagel does, Davidson got way more than he should have for him. Real he he, he struck more. he struck when the when the iron was hot. Yep. Like it's 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 just the the right business move that needed to be made obviously if you come out and say hey we want players that give a consistent effort and have speed and can do this and that it was like well yeah brandon hagel could do all that but i think the i think one of the bigger things that uh kyle davidson laid out um in his in his interview with uh mark lazarus and scott powers of the athletic was that they are putting a lot of focus on starting from the bottom up and and replenishing their prospect system so getting guys like Kachuk and Radish who are 
um, still young in their NHL career and our NHL caliber players was getting two for two for one uh, for Hagel was great. And then adding the two future first round picks um, granted, they'll probably be late first round picks, but they're, they're still first round picks that you didn't have. Um, that's, that, that's important. And that's going to continue to kind of be a theme for, for Davidson as, uh, as, as the rebuild um, gets underway. All right, let's get to our four stars of the game here real quick. But before we do, something that, speaking of Tampa, something that I kind of, like, missed this whole year is that Steven Stamkos is having a career season. Yeah, yes. It's been ridiculous. What the First hell? Time. Amazing what happens when you play a full season. <laughs> yeah. Man. First time he hit 100 points, and I was like, didn't he score 60 goals one year? Yeah. Like, how did he not hit 100 points? It's uh, That's crazy. I, you know, it's like, oh, you know, end of the career, Steven Samkos, nice depth player. No, here's 100 points for you. Yeah. Good Lord. Good for Stamkos. Uh, yeah, man. He's the player. I know that we've we talked about one of our offseason topics could be, like, players on rival teams that you just couldn't hate. The Lightning aren't a rival. But like it's just a team that I, I it's just like um, Stamkos is just a player that I'm just like I, I just like him like yeah. I don't even I don't think about him too much which is which is funny because he's like just an elite player um, but I'm like oh yeah Stamkos like he's there he is in the top ten of the league scoring again like he's just a, I, I think he's just a player you can root for and, and yeah go- the, the health the health thing too being able to finally play like a full season good for him yeah yeah he may go down as one of the most underrated players of this generation because. He's, I mean, I think the injuries had a lot to do with that and yeah. playing in Tampa. Yes. They've won two cups. They've gone to three final with him on the team, but still you're, you're playing Florida in, you're playing in hockey in Florida. You're not going to get the pub had Stamkos signed that deal in Toronto that everybody yeah. up there had yeah. thought was done for two years. He'd probably be more of a face of the league. Yeah. So he might be one of the most, uh, underrated p- superstars of all time. Like when people say best players in the league, he rarely ever comes up in the conversation and he should, he should. No doubt. And I, I, I haven't confirmed this in my brain or I haven't looked it up, but didn't he miss the 2014 Olympics with Canada? Because yeah, of is injury? that when he broke his leg? Didn't he I like run it, into the net? Something that's when like they that. Changed the the pylons and the net to make him more giveable. Yeah, because he and he was, was somehow right left for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, and he was somehow left off the 2010 team uh, when he scored like 56 goals or something that year. <laughs> like, yeah. So I mean, that's that's another reason too that I think people sometimes put him on the back burner is because you know the the last two Olympics that have played uh, had NHL players with team Canada, you know, he's one of the best Canadian players in the league, but he wasn't on those rosters. Uh, a couple of people in the chat, by the way, want clarification on the Mark Andre Fleury uh, stipulation. It becomes a first round pick. If Mark Andre Fleury wins four games for the wild and they reach the Western conference final, that's it. That's what it is. If they reach mm-hmm. the conference final and Fleury records four of those eight wins to get there, it becomes a first round pick. So certainly doable. I- yeah, and they're not getting to the conference final without Mark Andre Fleury winning at least four of those games. Hey, they might go Cam Talbot. I mean, they it's a it's an interesting decision that that the Wild have to make. If they start who's Cam be Talbot, we should all poop in a box and mail it directly <laughs> to Bill Guerin. I'm gonna um I'm gonna Tanya Harding uh, Cam Talbot if that <laughs> <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> be like, why? Cam Talbot. Why? Yeah, that's why. I want a first round pick, jerk. All right, let's do our four stars of the game and 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 put a nail in the coffin of this season once and for all. Uh, I'm going to give mine to Kalilindelia with two L's. Um, 
because played well in this game. Uh, the second goal, probably he would want back, but overall kept a lot of uh, really uh, tough chances out of the net, played really well. And I think he's a guy who personally has endured a lot in his time with the Blackhawks. <laughs> And his time with the Hawks uh, is most likely over. But um, look, man, just for being a good teammate and a good guy, he gets my four star of the game. And he, and he played well enough to deserve it anyway. Yeah, he, he deserved better for sure. I am going to go with uh, Alec Vlasic, another guy we've talked a lot about recently. But uh, it's Alex Vlasic. I can never remember the Alec Alex's. But young Mr. Vlasic <laughs> is... Uh, Pickles. I got all I got all off season to figure out who's got the yeah. X and who's got the C. Um yeah, he played good. He had the primary assist on the first goal, the Dominic Kubalik goal, his first career NHL assist. So he finishes the season with a goal and an assist. Uh he played nearly 21 minutes tonight, had a, a couple uh no hits, but he had a block shot. Uh and a that of course that assist finished a plus one on the night, so he wasn't on the ice for any goals against, which is always good when you're a defenseman. So, just the progression he's made since we first got him signed and first saw him in there to where he's at, huge. It's very encouraging, uh, and look forward to seeing more of him. You know, I don't know if he's a guy that you pencil in for opening night next year, or if he's a guy you want to give the Ian Mitchell treatment to and send him down to Rockford for a bit next year to kind of get up to speed but you know those are decisions that they have time to make you do not need to rush an alex vlasic right now or any of those guys so he's my four star of the game just uh another solid game and that's all you want pile up these solid games from a young player and hopefully he takes this confidence into the offseason and and uh feed the kids some some pequod's pizza and double cheeseburgers (laughs) over the offseason gain a few pounds it won't hurt them yeah, he'll be a player that'll go to Rockford. I, I would assume. Um, I hope get him some AHL playoff yeah, games. I think that would that would be good for him. Yeah, and and as far as his development, like if they wanted to stick him in Rockford for all of next season, I wouldn't hate that um, because there's only so many roster spots open for the Blackhawks defenseman next season, and I think they have a couple in mind that might already be ahead of Alex Vlasic. So. We'll see what happens. My fourth star, uh, a guy we already talked about uh, tonight, but it is Sam Lafferty. Uh, he had a great game, uh, had a really good scoring chance uh, on a uh, on a breakaway attempt, but um, wasn't able to finish it. Kind of the story of his season, but uh, he had a great game. But this is mostly for earning the uh, the contract extension with the Blackhawks. Uh, we've already talked about it, but yeah, definitely deserved it, and I'm happy that he's going to be with the uh, with the team for the next uh, at least next two years. All right, where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> Sam Lafferty just got paid. He doesn't Sam need, he doesn't need another paid. shirt. He can, he can buy his own shirt. T-shirt. And, and, and Colin Delia probably won't be a Blackhawk next year. So what's he going to do with a Blackhawk shirt? So is that mean we give it to Alec Vlasic again? That's sure. it. That's Let's it. Do it. All right. There it is. All right. Congratulations, Alex Vlasic. You're the four star of the final game of the season. A season that ended, as John Barker points out, and the season without a power play goal from a defenseman, yeah. that is the first time since the Sabres expansion year. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> How is that possible? You know what's going to happen? Next year, they're going to lead the league in power play goals by defenseman. Hey. Hockey is silly. Hockey is dumb. Hey. That is correct. Hey, uh, you know what's not dumb? CHGO. What? And the best no. way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, 
you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice like this one from the CHGO Locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more First time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions on this, by the way, you can send an email to pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. PointsBet is your home for live in-play betting and it just got even better with live NBA same game parlay. That's PointsBet's new feature. For the first time ever, you can burn, build the perfect live NBA same game parlay only with PointsBet. Want more? You can also boost your live same game parlays Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And now online signup is available in Illinois. You can download the app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, should we just keep rolling with our uh, how can you support CHGO while we got the momentum going? I think we keep the momentum and 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 a good Roll way it. to keep a good way to keep the momentum. Can we talk about something very serious here right now for a moment? And oh, yeah. that is put my serious face on nicks and cuts when taking care of the goodies downstairs. Nobody likes that. And our friends over at Manscaped has perfected the smooth coin purse, and we should jump on board <laughs> and. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. At least 8 million balls. This exclusive offer for you, 20% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. And that's when you just, by using the code Blackhawks, that's easy enough to remember, at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's 8 million balls worldwide. At least. A lot of balls. From, yes, it's a lot of balls. And you know what? You can order the performance package 4.0. I'm going to do a little show and tell right here because I own it. Hey now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Relax. I'm not getting out of my chair. I'm not getting out of my chair, but you're going to come with the package. You're going to get the lawnmower 4.0. This is the, this is the waterproof bad mama jamma that my favorite part is it is, is the light. So you can, you can, can take see care it of yourself. Go. That is a bright light. Yes. Does it have a magnifying glass attachment? Asking for a friend. Uh, that's uh, that's coming on 5.0. I already emailed customer support about that. Um, you're also going to get the lawnmower 4.0. This is to get those annoying nose and ear hairs. Mm. And Mario, you're not old enough to really do this yet, but Jay and I can. I am. You got to get rid of that stuff. Plus, none of that, you're going to get a nice... This is the ball deodorant, the there you uh, go. crop preserver. This is good stuff. And Gotta you're going to get crop. crop reviver and a pair of Manscaped performance boxer shorts. They're very comfortable. I'm not going to show you those because they're in the laundry basket. So <laughs> they're all good stuff. And again, you are going to get 20% off your order over at manscaped.com by using the promo code Blackhawks at checkout. Free shipping and unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for your jewels. And that's manscaped. All right. Give your balls a touch. Can't skimp on your tools for your jewels. (laughs) All right. 
Um, we got to get to the Kyle Davidson stuff because there's a butt ton of it. And uh, I don't even really know where to start. So I'm going to start with a comment back in the chat about sort of some of the fringe guys. Uh, Uker, I think it's Uker Walker says that. I hope I said that right, Uker. Uh, that Gus and DeHaan should not be resigned. That's correct. Caleb Jones should be traded if possible. Buy out Johnson and McCabe. So this is one of the more interesting things. I think will probably fall through the fall through, fall off the radar. I don't know. I got my cliche mixed up, but whatever. <laughs> uh, that will probably not be a headline in terms of the things that Kyle Davidson said. So this is where I personally wanted to start, and, and it's a good opportunity to do it. When you look at guys like Caleb Jones and Tyler Johnson and Jake McCabe, Yes, it's a rebuild, right? But one thing Kyle Davidson reiterated today is that part of a rebuild is development. And if you don't have guys that are NHL ready, you can't just give non-NHL ready guys NHL jobs. Now, what goes along with a rebuild is if someone like Jake McCabe or Caleb Jones or Tyler Johnson is forced out of a job because there are kids ready to come and ready to contribute at the NHL level, then you make the move. So I think what you're going to see next season is guys like Johnson, like McCabe. I think Caleb Jones is a really cheap re-sign. He's a young guy with a little bit of upside who it doesn't take a ton of commitment to sign. And then if Wyatt Kelnick or Isaac Phillips or name a defenseman from Rockford is ready to take his spot, then you move him. I think th that's something to keep in mind. I don't think from day one next season, the team's going to be a bunch of kids because right now it's abundantly clear that there are not a bunch of kids ready to play in the NHL in the Blackhawks system. So don't expect day one of 2022-23 to be a bunch of kids and Seth Jones and Alex to bring it. That's unrealistic. That's an unrealistic expectation. And honestly, that's a bad situation for the Hawks to put their prospects in. If these kids aren't ready, they should stay in Rockford regardless of the situation in the NHL. So that that's one thing I wanted to make sure we got to before we get into kind of the more bigger picture uh, Kyle Davidson content from today. Um, you're going to see some veterans in the lineup and you might not like it, but understand if you if you listen to Kyle Davidson, I, I especially recommend listening to the Laz and Powers podcast. We're gonna have Kyle on later in the summer, um, but until we do, listen to that Laz and Powers podcast. It was fantastic. Everything you want to hear from a GM leading a rebuild, you got from Kyle Davidson today, and it was terrific. But that to me is something that stood out that I wanted to make sure people have a good understanding of. It's not gonna be the Rockford Ice Hogs wearing Blackhawks jerseys next year, nor should it be. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to take the entire um, blue line from Rockford and, and bring it all to Chicago just because most of those guys look really good right now and look like their development is going in the right direction. You you can theoretically say DeHaan's not going to be around. Gustafson's not going to be around. You'll, you'll see what happens with Caleb Jones. So there's at least two or three uh, spots that could be filled next season with young players Sure, you might see like an Alec Regula come up. You might see an Ian Mitchell come up uh, and get, you know, get day one opportunities. But no, you're not going to have a, like like I said before, you're not going to have, this isn't going to be a bunch of 21, 22, 20 year olds um, getting their, their asses handed to them for an entire season. That does, that does nothing for them. I mean, in, in the real world and in NHL video games, I've tried it. 
uh, it doesn't go well. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's not the, it's not the way to, uh, to go into a rebuild. Um, you, you're going to see, I think back to a few seasons ago when the Blackhawks brought in uh, Cam Ward and Chris Kunitz and for a team that's rebuilding, it's like, Oh, okay. We can get these veterans who are going to help bring along young players. The problem was at that time, they brought those players in and said, Hey, we're going to contend. And it's like, with these guys, I don't think so. Uh, and they didn't. Um, so I, so I, I think the, the, the direction that we'll see the Blackhawks go is maybe get a couple um, veterans that are either on expiring contracts or uh, sign them to, to short-term deals in the, in the, in the summer uh, that can help develop some of the young players that are on the NHL roster. Or as you said, Greg, like, or, or Jay, um, you might have those veterans come in. And then if a young player beats them out for that job, then good. That's what you want to see. Um, but I, I don't think going into next season with the expectation that it's like, okay, here we go. All the kids go get them. Like that's, that's, that's not the way to go. By the way, yeah, Chris gotta... Kunitz uh, is, is still with the Blackhawks. He yeah, is a, a yeah, development coach. he's like a player development coach. So yeah, those are the sort of things like practice. if you see a signing, like why, why the Hawks sign this 36 year old guy with nothing left? Those are the sort of things that are low cost. They can be flipped at the deadline. They act like coaches on the ice. They come with a ton of experience. The Cam Ward and Chris Kunis thing, those signings would make a ton of sense in this context, right, not in yeah. that we're trying to contend context, like you said, Mario. No. That's a, good, a really good point. The guys you, you like, you're going to look for this summer if the Hawks are going to make any free agent moves, and they'll they'll make a couple, but nothing that's going to get us doing cartwheels uh, down Madison yeah. Avenue. Um, but you got to. Remember two years ago, Carl Soderberg, Matthias Janmark. Those are the types of guys you need. Matthias Janmark came here he just off the stars. Stanley Played really Cup well. Final run. Yep. It was great. And the Hawks got a lot for him. They traded him for a second round pick that turned out to be Colton Doc. And they get a third round pick this season still from Vegas. So they got two first half of the draft picks. Maybe Colton Doc turns out to be something. So, you, you know, and who knows what you get with that third round pick this year. So you got you got a lot back for a guy that you never thought you're going to have long term. You got a half a season of good production. You moved him on to a contender. Vegas then gave him an extension that they probably wish they didn't because then maybe they could have you know kept a really good goaltender that didn't get hurt and and be weird <laughs> all season. But you know. <laughs> okay, so but those are the type of guys you're going to get. You're going to get a veteran guy that's either like. Maybe one of these guys from a team that that was so deep that he didn't get a chance, and you bring him in here and see what happens, or you get that veteran that can still produce. You put him on a team like the Blackhawks, so he's going to have a bigger role. <coughs> Excuse me, getting all choked up thinking about Matias Nemar. <laughs> but then you give him, then you can trade him to a team where he can be more of a role player and get some value for him. So, yep. I mean, I, I think That's Davidson a, will make a lot of changes this offseason, but none of them are going to be really for the long term. Like first there, he's not signing guys to come here and be here six years. He's going to sign guys to help get them assets that will be here maybe in three or four years. When you see the moves happen this summer, think long term, exactly. right? Like it might not make sense in the present, but again, you're getting a second and a third for Matthias Janmark. That is a way to acquire draft capital that you didn't have question here from Jay Serio in the chat. Does the fee full rebuild change course if the Hawks win the number one or two pick 
in this year's draft. Davidson was asked that specific question day twice and said no question. both times. Yeah. He said absolutely one not. Player, one player is not making this team all of a sudden a, a great team. And I love that answer because then if it's, let's say it's they win it this year and it's Shane Wright, Shane Wright gets the time he needs to develop in Rockford instead of being forced to the NHL like Stan Bowman did with Yokoharu and Boquist and Doc and on and on and on. Yep. You know, so no, the the I just what I love from Davidson top to bottom was the long view, which is something we never got from Stan Bowman. We, we have to get used to that. Yeah, well, we talked about it last show. Stan Bowman would say, mm, we'll, we'll sell, we'll cross that bridge when we get there a lot. That is not the way you manage a team. And then he blew up the bridge on the way to get into the bridge. So the bridge wasn't even there when you got there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, just think long-term. They might not make sense. Like, what is this guy doing here? Mm -hmm. Could be an asset down the road. Could be a coach on ice sort of situation. There's a lot of reasons to bring in some veteran players while you restock and develop yeah. your current prospects. And as we said in yesterday's show, I think it was yesterday's show. If you, if you didn't listen to that, please go back and check it out. It was a really good audio only um, version of our show that you could get wherever you consume your podcast, but we really tackled the rebuild and stuff. But you know, this summer is not about much of anything except getting back to ground zero square one. I mean, we said we, yesterday that Kyle Davis, the Blackhawks are at square one. And I said, I don't even think they're at square yeah. one. They're at square negative eight. They got to get to square <laughs> one. And this seat, this summer is going to be about getting level ground. I think you're going to see a lot of front office moves. Uh, you're going to see changes to the the coaching, the developmental program, the scouting, everything. You're going to see Kyle Davidson wants to build his own team, and he's starting to do that. And he basically has this idea that this is a team effort. He doesn't want to be the guy that makes all the decisions. Ultimately, he does make the decisions, but he wants input from as many different types of voices, not just different voices, but different types of voices. He wants the eye test guy and he wants the numbers guy and he wants the scientist guy and he wants the whatever. He wants as many different opinions and different viewpoints to make the best educated decisions he can. And man, that's so super encouraging to where it doesn't seem like Kyle Davidson wants all the glory for himself on this rebuild. He wants it to be a team effort of guys and, and and ladies he brings in and builds this team he could be a leader of that team but he still he wants so he's kind of like got this mentality that it takes a team on the ice to win and a team effort off the ice to win and it's refreshing because the last guy didn't have that it, it was his way or the highway and now it's we're going to see a lot of changes so this summer my advice to you is, is just just breathe and enjoy the nice Chicago summer. Go to a music festival and don't lose sleep over what Kyle Davidson does this summer because when this team is ready to compete again for a playoff spot, these are just the moves that just started to trend that way. These are not end game moves. These are, I got to dig myself out of this pile of rubble type moves. Uh, breaking news, Rockford loses 3-2 in, uh, in Milwaukee, so there will be no... Uh, play and buy for the ice hog. So, nope. so it will be a uh, best two in, out of in, three series with Texas in regulation. Yep. Yeah. They lost regulation in regulation. So Damn. no matter what they do tomorrow against the wolves, they will be the fourth they seed, which fourth means seed. they have to play a best two out of three series against the Texas stars. The winner of that will play 
the Chicago Wolves in the first round. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be very fun. Would be fun. Wolves in the first It'd be very round. easy to travel to. Absolutely. And <laughs> a good chance to see your Blackhawks prospects up close. If you're not doing anything tomorrow, Saturday night, I recommend take that trip over to the lovely Mont of Roses and see uh, the Ice Hogs and the Wolves. Those are always fun games. Mm-hmm. Wolves do a great pre- presentation job. Bring the family out. You won't spend an arm and a leg, and you get to see you get to see Lucas Reichel. There you go. Yeah, the future. All right, next a little. We got a bunch of news and notes to get to from Kyle Davidson. Another thing that stood out: he was asked, "Do you need to sell the rebuild to Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves?" And he flat out said, "My job is not to sell them a rebuild. My job is to rebuild. And if they want to be here for it, cool. If they don't, cool." That was basically his attitude, and it, he said a lot more. Um, you know, a little a more politically blurred. correct than I yeah. did, but that was basically the end game. Was look, we love what they've done here. If they want to be part of this rebuild, we're happy to have them. Um, but it's not my job to convince them that this is the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do. I'm going to be transparent and explain to them what we're doing. But no, it is not my job to sell it to them. Whether or not they want to be here is up to them. They hold all the cards. They've got the no movement clauses. So if they decide they don't want to be here, then we'll work it out. But uh, I was very, I'm just, I'm just very glad to hear how um, calculated he's being with this. It's just, he just does not, he knows any doubts we had earlier this week on if it was going to be a full rebuild. Cause we got some veterans saying like, Oh, maybe it won't take that long. Kyle Davidson is saying it's going to take a long time. Jump on, jump on the bus or not. Right. I don't care if you're in or not, let me know and I'll take care of it. He is committed to doing this rebuild the right way. And it might be more painful than we hope, but you know what? If he sticks to it, the end game is probably going to pay off. Yeah, those quotes sounded like a guy who was tired of hearing certain veterans in his locker room saying, well, I wish they'd talk to me more about what's going on. Here it is, buddy. Mm -hmm. Cut and dry. You want to be here? We'd love to have you. If not, we'll buy you a plane ticket to wherever you want to (laughs) go. Yeah, and that's that's what he expressed in – that's another thing he expressed in the interview is that he said the communication between him and, and the veteran players, namely Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze is going to be important this off season and he, that he hasn't really had those in-depth discussions yet. So, you know, when, when Jonathan Taze comes out and says, Oh, I wish I was able to talk with Kyle more. It's just like, well, here's the thing. Like you, you can't really, get into the nitty gritty of the rebuild until the season's over, because that's when you, that's when you start to address, okay, here's how this season ended. Here's how we are moving forward from this crap season and trying to get out of this hole that has been, that has been handed to Kyle Davidson say, here, dig, dig yourself out of it. Um, So I, I think it's great that he is moving forward and saying, look, the loyalty uh, to, to these players, um, the, the over loyalty to some players is kind of what got the Blackhawks to this, to this place yes. uh, that they're at now. So if Patrick Kane wants to continue to play in Chicago, wants to continue to be a Chicago icon, wants to finish his career in Chicago, if that's what he wants to do, he has to understand what he's signing up for. It's not that, Hey, uh, Patrick, if you come back, we're going to be really aggressive at the trade deadline, we're going to be really aggressive in free agency. We're going to bring in all these players that you want to play with. No, no, no. If you come back, you're going to be the best player on a very young, very crappy team. 
Uh, same thing goes for Jonathan Taze. If you want to be the, the leader of the team, if you want to be the captain, you're not going to be the captain that's calling the shots. You're going to be the captain that's bringing along uh, the, the young players that are going to be developing. And you're going to be the captain that's going to have to, you know, stomach a lot of difficult times. And, and we saw this season with, with Jonathan Taze stomaching difficult times. Uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that easy for him. Maybe he needs some athletic greens to help with his gut health. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think it's it, for those two guys, it's going to be very, uh, it, it really is going to have to come down to them because obviously with their no, no movement clauses, they say whether they go or not. And so if they want to be here, Kyle Davidson is laying out like this is what it's going to be. It's you're not going to be the ones dictating the moves that I'm making. I am the one that is going to be uh, making the moves because the rebuild is the the, the the rebuild is the plan. And the final goal is to not just get back into the playoffs, not just have one good run at the at the Stanley Cup. It is to get back to the top of the NHL and stay there for a long time. The Blackhawks don't want to be a flash in the pan with this rebuild. They want to be the Bruins and the Penguins and just teams that continuously are are contenders and can go through peaks and valleys, but their valleys are not very low and their peaks are very high where they can raise a Stanley Cup. Yep, no doubt. All right, next order of business is Alex Debrinkit. I got to apologize for my sump pump. <laughs> For what? I, for my sump pump. I know you guys can hear that. It's 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 going off. Well, I just assumed it was one minutes. of Greg's dogs. <laughs> no, no, that is that is my sump pump. So apologies there. It's, right. it's it's my basement. I know someone asked in the chat, are, "Am I in a motel in Buffalo?" No, I'm no, I'm I'm home. <laughs> I'm home and cozy. No, you're good. You're good. Um, next order of business, Alex Debrinkit. Um, he was asked about Debrinkit's future, and I would I stopped short of saying he was evasive. But he said, there's no denying that Alex Dabrinkit is one of the most electrifying goal scorers in the NHL. Um, but we have to evaluate. We're, he didn't say we, but we have to. He said, we're going to evaluate his role, the salary cap hit, all those sort of things as it applies to the rebuild. So I would say short of being fully committal, that's for sure, on Alex Dabrinkit's future. And look, if you're, for the record, I want Alex Dabrinkit to be here when the Hawks are good again, that Same. is, that's what I want to happen. However, if he's looking to stockpile and get a crap ton of prospects and or picks to bring it might be the most valuable guy in the roster more than Kane because of his age, because of his contract, all those sort of things, yeah. you might be able to get more for to bring it than even Kane at this point. I, I mean, you so, look, yeah. you, you look at what they got for Hagel and it's just like double that at least. Yeah. Like, for a guy like to bring it. Yeah. For the record, I want him here, but it's look, the fact that the, the other thing too, is that he also doesn't want to show his hand either. He, right. He's not going to say, we see Alex to bring it as a future captain in this organization. He's going to score 50 goals here someday. And he'll have a statue out on Madison. He has to negotiate with the agent. So he can't show his hand completely. So that's with all these conversations, something to keep in mind as well. But uh, I was surprised he was a little less committal on to bring it than I expected. Yeah, you don't want to never want to negotiate in the media. You never want to give his agent a fuel to ask for another million dollars per. And plus, you don't want to commit to a guy. And then when it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen, then everybody can be mad. Well, you said the Brinkett was going to be a Black Hawk for life, and now he's wherever. So, yeah, I, 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 a little bit of poker, uh, poker face there from Kyle Davis. And I think I, 
you you're 100 correct jay if somebody blows your doors off with an offer you gotta at least contemplate it i would love alex to bring it to be here for the next eight seasons or so be the guy that's that's the the patrick kane of the next championship window um but as we've seen already, Kyle Davidson is not afraid to pull the trigger on a deal that he thinks is going to make his team better in the long term, regardless of what kind of backlash might come from it. So I think anything is anything is possible on that front. But I, I surely hope and feel that Debrinket will get a new deal. Um, hopefully, if they're going to go the extension route, they get it done this summer because you don't want that to be a question after every no. single game 82 times next year. I don't want to ask that question after 82 games next year, even right, though yeah. I probably will get beaten to it by one of the other great beat reporters, but you don't want that. You know, there's going to be enough minutia and, and, and garbage in a bad season of hockey next year. And you don't need Alex to getting pissed off because everybody wants to know about his next contract. So if they're going to do contract extension, let's get that done ASAP. Yeah, and I think I think the thing that that Davison pointed out um, was that anything is on the table uh, as as the, as the team goes into the rebuild. So, you know, when when at the trade deadline, it was just like, oh, you know, Brandon Hagel got traded. Like, no one's safe. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point of of, of rebuilding and and trying to get back uh, to the point where you can contend at the top at the top of the NHL you kind of he's going to have to make some difficult unpopular with the fan base decisions and it seems like he has no problem making that kind of decision so um i think if 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 anything were to happen where alex Brinkett doesn't continue on playing for the blackhawks uh beyond next season or or, or anything like that i think you you're going to have to look like you said jay the the long term plan of some of those moves, you're going to have to keep the, the the bigger picture in mind. And again, I I'm on board with Alex Debrinkit being a Blackhawk for as long as he wants to be, um, but it's 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 not guaranteed. There's going to be some pain in this rebuild, I guarantee you. Yeah, there's uh, no not doubt. not just wins and losses, but but players who are uh, you know who are going to be around and those who aren't. Yep, we have a. Quick update. I know we're running up against the clock here, but quick update on the Ice Hogs. Their uh, playoff game dates have been announced already. Woo. As we mentioned, a best of three series with the Texas Stars. They will host all three games oh. if it goes three games. So I was wondering those, how they were going to do that. Yeah. So game one will be this Wednesday, May 4th at the BMO Harris Center in Rockford at 7 o'clock. Game two will be Friday night. Also at seven o'clock, if there is a need for a game three, it will be Saturday night at 6 p.m. Nice. at the BMO Harris Center. So all three of those games, if they're all needed, will all be in Rockford. So mm. that's definitely uh, an advantage for the Ice Hogs. Yeah. So we'll have some playoff hockey to talk about this week. Find there myself at one of those games. I've never been out that way. That be that could be a fun. I'm be a definitely fun thinking the Friday night game. I am going to. Uh, That'd be get, that would be fun. Some, uh, make a call over there and get some creds. So if we want to make it a, a, a team effort, they will definitely accommodate us. Sweet. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, yeah, let's figure it out. Let's, let's, let's have this up. meeting off the show though. Figure nah, it out. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Our last order of business when it comes to Kyle Davidson. And again, uh, really encourage you. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are surely a huge Hawks fan. Go back and listen 
to Kyle Davidson with Laz and Powers. It's it's it is worth. It's about an hour long, and it's really yeah, worth. They, I listened to it probably in four different segments today, uh, just doing stuff around the house, and it's remarkable. And I grew a man crush on Kyle Davidson because I loved what he was saying so much. So I'd encourage you to check that out. One other thing he said: uh, Derek King is in contention for the head coaching job. He also said. I would not string Derek along if he was not an actual candidate. Like if I was just trying to be nice, I would, I would, he, he would pull the cord and not, and not string him along. Um, so he is truly being considered definitely praised the way he handled the kids, how he changed the attitude of a sunken and fragile locker room, uh, got them back sort of got their heads above water again, got their confidence up a little bit and did a decent job at the end of the year, developing some unexpected um you know kids to come up and have an impact so he's in consideration if i had to handicap it though based on what he said i don't think Derek king is kyle davidson's guy it just doesn't sound like it uh could no. be i might be wrong but just based on the comments i heard today does not sound like that's going to be the guy for for kyle davidson i think oh, sorry greg I, I i think if if king was davidson's choice he would have already made it Right. I, th I think I think he would have already said, yeah, we're going to go with Derek for X amount of extension or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I think if they're if they're opening up a, a coaching search, um, I'm not putting my uh, my points bet money on Derek King, unfortunately, as much as much as I, you know, I, I really like Derek King. Um, I think he did. Like you said, I think he did a great job being thrown into the situation where this is wasn't going to be a, a Blackhawks team that was going to win a lot. And he was kind of tasked with kind of just riding, riding the, 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 the ship through the waves to get to this point of the season. Um, I think he did a, a good job of that. I think he, at times, um, you know, and, and he said admittedly on our show, at times he made mistakes with, with some of his coaching decisions, but it's nice to see a coach that can own up to that publicly. And, um, you know, I, I think he, he got the most out of a, out of a Blackhawks team that could have very easily completely checked out of this season for, for a while as uh as, as jay heads out but um, but uh i think um you know Derek Derek king he had uh he had he had a good season for the for the situation that he was in um but i think uh i think if, if the blackhawks are going to open it up to a, a number of candidates i i can't say with confidence that Derek king will end up being the top candidate out of whoever they might bring in yeah it's going to be interesting to see what he wants but kyle davidson is uh He's got, he's the GM. He's got the right to bring in his own guy. And then if he doesn't think they're hopefully Derek King, um, you know, I would think if they don't bring him back as head coach, he's, he, he goes back to, to Rockford and, uh, you know, takes back over. I don't think he's done anything that says, Hey, you get, get out of town, but uh, right. hey, welcome yeah. back, Jay. I, I, I hit something. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Something <laughs> happened. I, I, Wait, I saw the, the, to wrap this up. Who knows who the next guy is? There was a comment somebody made earlier about what about these Rick Tockett rumors? Take those Rick Tockett rumors, ball them up, and throw them out your car window at high speed down the highway because it's a load of crap. The guy that started the Rick Tockett rumor has never had anything of any of substance he's never been right on anything why the hell would you want rick tockett look at his coaching record what's he ever done a whole lot of nothing granted he was in, in arizona but he's got experience on quote rebuilding teams and mm, 
So I don't want Rick Tockett anywhere near this group. Um, yeah. You know, he could do some points bets ads, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> Let me just say this about just rumors in general. And I know that trade rumors are really exciting and really fun, but I'm going to challenge you all when rumor season's over. Okay. So free agency starts July 1st. So from like June 1st, I don't know. Actually, maybe it's not no, this it's year. July 13th, I think. Whatever it is. They pushed it back. Leading up to that day, you're going to be reading all sorts of rumors from all sorts of hockey buzz and insiders and all those things. When it's over, go back and vet those people. People have been making a living on BS rumors for years. The one who had the Rick Tocket thing for some, I, I've known of, of this person for 30 years and don't recall them being correct once. Nope. So just know that like, it's really exciting. It gets a lot of clicks, generates a lot of stuff. I can promise you that none of the three of us will sell you anything that is not at least backed up by a source. Okay. If we get a rumor, it's going to be sourced. It's not going to be something made up to generate clicks for CHGO or whatever. Okay. That's not how we operate. It's not how I've ever operated. We're not paid by the click. No, absolutely not. So right. uh, just vet your sources. Remember people are trying to get attention and using Rick Tockett and Blackhawks, which are two frequently searched things in hockey, do the math yourself. All right. Uh, well, before I'm going to report that this is the year the Hawks finally get Keith Chichuk. Oh, finally. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Well, he's my size now, at least. So uh, that should be interesting. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap things up. But I want to remind everybody that if you're enjoying CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but... If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Blackhawks season is over. I know we've only been on the air since March 4th, but I know for Greg and Mario, we want to send our thanks for being with us on these post-game shows. Your presence and your participation and your kind words have been extremely meaningful and gratifying for us. It was a tough year for all of us. We're fans just like you. And uh, we're excited for the future. So stick with us. We're going to be with you five times a week during the offseason. We're not going anywhere. So we'll hope you don't go anywhere either. And remember, subscribe on your podcast apps, like the YouTube videos, subscribe to the YouTube page. And if you want to do us a huge end of season favor, if everybody listening could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge, a huge help for us. Even if you just say five stars and say, great hockey podcast, love these guys, boom. It takes you 30 seconds, and that is like gold for podcasters. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that kindness if you could do that for us. So we'll talk to you Monday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. <laughs>